Welcome to Social Work Insider Podcast. My name is Harlani Vasquez, a licensed social worker and social work career coach. This podcast is the go-to resource for my fellow social workers to become the best version of themselves. Each episode, I'm going to share different mindset, entrepreneur, and career tips for you to implement towards your professional development. Are you ready? Let's go. Enjoy. Welcome back, my fellow social workers, to another episode here on Social Work Insider. And today is truly, truly a special episode because today I have my amazing business coach, D.L. Sharon, who's currently a sales coach and a former social worker. Today, we're going to be sharing so much journey when it comes to her road in becoming a social worker and, you know, turn current entrepreneur. So I'm just so excited to be sharing so many gems. D.L., how are you? I'm so excited to have you here. I am so pumped. I can't wait. This is going to be a fun conversation. I don't think I've ever been interviewed on like my journey as a social worker to how I became like a coach and now how I help other people. And so I'm so excited. I'm so excited to have you here. Before we get into, you know, your why and and all of those reasons, I would love you can tell my fellow listeners a little bit about you, who you are right now in this current stage. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. So my name is DL Sharon. I'm a sales coach. I have a program called Five Figure Freedom, where I help online coaches sign clients and create five figures a month, even if they're just working 10 hours a week. And so I have that program and we are actually opening enrollment in June. So that's so exciting. And that is what I do all day long is I help other online coaches, even if they're working on part-time hours, sign consistent clients and eventually be able to quit their nine to five job, which is exactly what I was able to do. And so I started out as a social worker. I got my BSW in undergrad from Meredith college in Raleigh, North Carolina. And then I did advanced standing. Um, and got my MSW from UNC Chapel Hill. And I got the macro track. I went the macro route. And then I got a job at Duke University working with the students there. And so I loved higher ed. I did all sorts of stuff as a student. And so it was my dream job to work as a social worker in higher ed. Like I absolutely loved it. But I didn't love it so much <laughs> that I wanted to stay And I actually remember applying for my PhD. It was a PhD in education and cultural foundations um, to, again, blend the worlds of social work and higher ed. I remember applying to my PhD program and being like, man, I don't want to be in so much student loan debt. I know, you know, you and me, Harlan, we have talked so much about student loan debt and especially as social workers, it could be so hard to pay that off, right? With the salary that we have. And so I kind of got into becoming an online coach because of my student loan debt that I got as a social worker. And I was not making much at Duke. I was not being paid well. I asked for promotions. I wasn't able to get them. Looking back, I should have just hired you, right? You probably could have got me a better job, right? Um, And I should have just hired Harleni, but it all worked out and I found the online coaching industry. So you know, the thing about the online coaching industry is it's unregulated. And so you don't have to have a licensure. You don't have to sit for an exam. You don't have to clock all these hours. And so I just used all of my skills that I gained as a social worker and I became a life coach. And then I got fully booked as a life coach while still working my job at Duke University. And then I was able to easily help others do the same and step into business coaching when so many of my friends, many of them are in the helping professions were asking me, okay, You're saying that you can make all this money outside of your nine to five and it's unregulated and you can still help people. The answer is yes. That's what a coaching business can do. So I did 300 K 
with a nine to five job. And then I quit my nine to five job in 2021 and we did 500 K last year. So it's just been so fun. Oh my God. Fire. Y'all I'm going to be sharing, you know, shortly, like obviously DL has changed my life. Y'all you got to make sure you connect with her ASAP because you know, as social workers, we don't recognize how much transferable skills we have to yeah. be able to create any success that we desire. Like you mentioned, right? Yes, it can be private practice and all those things. But, you know, this particular space is something that is often not spoken about. And I definitely want to piggyback to even your journey as to what was it like to leave your nine to five? Because I know there's just so many emotions that came from that for anyone. So I would love if you could share, you know, being a social worker and leaving your job and going full time. What was that like for you? Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So it took me a while. Like I side hustled, like I worked at Duke as a social worker, and then I was growing my coaching business for two and a half years. So it wasn't anything that, you know, sometimes we see in the online space. I quit my job in three months. I could have quit my job in three months, but it was definitely a transition. Like I definitely had to switch my mindset from being an employee to being an entrepreneur. I really had to think about having trust within myself. And I'm sure people in private practice feel the same way, right? Like making the leap into private practice. My husband does private practice. He's a LPC. And so he does private practice. Um, but I really wanted to make sure that I felt safe. I wanted to make sure that I could believe that this was sustainable and that I could continue doing it. And I wanted to make sure that I knew what I was doing basically. And so what the actual transition looked like is, and the three things that I learned how to master was I first had to get really good at selling. And so I start off like everybody else, an Instagram account with zero followers <laughs> and people who, you know, had no idea who I was or what I was doing. And I slowly grew it from there. Like I did 10 K with just 300 followers on Instagram. And so I just did one piece of it at a time and got really solidified at, okay, how do I sell? How do I close sales calls? How do I get consistent clients on social media? I had to master that part. And then I had to get clear with my beliefs as a coach and switching my identity from a social worker in this really established university to an online coach in this brand new industry of the coaching industry and really solidifying my belief and my confidence there. And then the third thing that I had to do was really uh, get clear with like my money mindset and like forgive myself for my student loan debt and really find some confidence around the decisions that I made with money. Because a lot of quitting your nine to five job has to do with how are you setting yourself up with your finances? And so I had to really get clean with my money mindset. And then I was able to make the leap. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that. That's so powerful. And it's making me think, obviously, like I mentioned before, y'all, you know, DL is my business coach. She's definitely have been and will continue to be, you know, through my journey until I get, you know, leave my nine to five. But I think it's something that really always stuck with me that one of the biggest challenges that you helped me overcome was my own money trauma, right? Like being able to, because of course, being a woman of color, you know, Latina, all of that trauma, you know, within it, that was the biggest barrier within my business that I was holding on to that, right? So when it comes to pricing or even being able to get on a sales call, all of those things. So I, you know, you're thinking that's making me think of like, okay, where was her lady at the beginning of her business and some of the struggles you know that she faced or that I faced right because I'm already talking about her like if she was like the past like it's crazy right <laughs> yeah no with 
you, Harleni, your transformation is like one of my favorite client transformations ever. Like you had a very clear transition, right? And a very clear transformation where like you had some money mindset stuff, you were struggling closing your sales calls and you were struggling getting people to like follow all the way through in the sales process. And then I feel like you had one shift where like you forgave yourself for your money stuff. You were able to have the capacity to sell. You had the confidence to sell. And then you just started to like literally bring it in. And you've done like over six figures in your business in its entirety, right? Absolutely. Yes. That's since huge. The, since the beginning that we've been working together since like, I don't even know what, 20, was it 2020? Um, the yeah, 2020. 2020. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, and it's crazy. And of course, I do want to add that I'm also currently in therapy, healing my inner, you know, childhood and all those things, which is definitely, I feel that, you know, that's been also the biggest breakthrough within my business that I've been able to focus on healing myself so I can be mm-hmm. able to give, you know, more to my clients and more to my community. Um, and I would love to now if you can share, you know, because again, I know you definitely shared a lot from what it'll take to, you know, pretty much your over experience and leaving your nine to five, but I would love now you can share for anyone who's thinking of starting their own business, right? Like what advice would you have for them? Especially with people who work nine to five. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Start, start. And this is such a deeper conversation. And I definitely feel and have this conversation with more of the people in the helping profession. So inside of the program that Harleni is a part of inside of five figure freedom, we have so many therapists, so many social workers. We have LMFTs, we have LPCs who all want the freedom without a licensure and without having to worry about billing, want the freedom to use our skills that we have in our degrees and in our experience and put them into a business. And a coaching business is the most freeing thing. Like you don't have to worry about pricing. You don't have to worry about keeping up with the licensure. Like you don't have to worry about any of that in a coaching business. You can use all of your skills that you learned at work and through school in a coaching business of yourself. And so you already have a leg up from a lot of the people that are trying to get in the coaching industry. There's a lot of people who want to become a coach, but don't know how to, or don't know how to work with the client and get the client help. But we do that being in the uh, coaching, excuse me, being in the helping professions, we know how to do that left and right. And so we actually have a leg up in the industry, which is why it's so important for people to just start. And I'll also say too, like, A lot of the work that I do in my business is what I did at Duke University, right? But there's just something about working for yourself where I get to set my own schedule. I get to set my own rates. I get to really control all of that, right? And I think some people would say, oh, that's too much responsibility. I want to be able to clock in and clock out. We can do that too. Like we clock in and clock out in our businesses as well. And nothing just beats the freedom, right? That's why we call the program Five Figure Freedom. Nothing beats the freedom of being able to create an additional $100,000 on top of a nine to five. Like that's what Harleni was able to do, right? And that's what people inside of Five Figure Freedom do all the time. And so for so many reasons, start. And I also just want to say, especially to this audience, we have a leg up. We already know how to work with clients. We already know how to work with people. We already know how to get people a transformation. We already know how to help people feel better. We have a leg up. You're already doing what coaches are 
doing, but they're making a lot more money and they don't have a boss or a licensure or an exam that has to like chase them down. And so I think there's just so much freedom for us in this industry. And I don't think it's talked enough about like, I had no idea this world exists. Like throughout, I went through a BSW and an MSW program. None of them said that I could have my own business and I'm out here doing it. Harleni, you're out here doing it, right? So many people are doing it. So I just wish that this was a viable career option that was more discussed, but Harleni, you're changing the narrative. I'm changing the narrative. And so we want more social workers to have their own businesses and to be coaches online. Absolutely. I, I like you said, we're, we're changing the narrative. We're, we're paving the waves. And I think too, is it's coming from that place of recognizing, like you said, we already have those skills, right? From doing a client assessment, you know, developing a treatment plan to building a rapport with the client, you know, in the first encounter, all of that is literally sales, which of course, the all goes more in that in her program. But I think it's also important to recognize that you hold all the power to create any freedom that you desire. And you don't have to stay in this social work bubble. It's something that, you know, obviously, as I coach even upcoming grads and even students, they're like, but I did the clinical concentration and I have to stay in therapy. I'm like, no, 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 you don't. Like you could do so much. And I feel that, you know, it's, it's just amazing to see how much, you know, power we truly have, because the moment you realize like, wait, I did that. I created money. Like, wait, and it was this easy. Like, again, it's literally you getting on a call with not even providing being able to show the solution, right, to your audience, being able to get a, a person to book a call with you, having a conversation, being your authentic self, showing them that you are the solution to their problem, and hello, there you go, right? And I know sometimes they can often seem easier than done, pretty much, but I mean, what do you say when it comes to how simple it is to just go ahead and do it? Yes, it is extremely simple. Yes, 100%. And Exactly what you said, um, speaking from the perspective of we already have everything out there and now it's just literally picking up those skills and putting them online. And I remember when a client, you know, you could take payment plans or a client can pay in full. I remember this was maybe my third client ever and I was charging a four figure investment and they paid the invoice and it dawned on me that one client paid me what I made at Duke University in an entire month. Just one person paid my whole monthly salary at Duke University. And at that point, I was like, how can I go back? Like, literally, how can I go back when you experience that? How can you go back? And so I think, you know, the first couple of clients are the hardest ones, right? When you're just trying to get the confidence to go out there. That's why we have programs like Five Figure Freedom. But once you see what's actually out there and once you see what you're actually capable of and what people are willing to pay, like, let's also talk about that, Harleni. Like, I think a lot of us say, you know, or like my husband will say, like, you know, I only bill 200 per session. How are you able to have $1,000 coaching packages, $3,000 coaching packages, $5,000 coaching packages, $10,000 coaching packages? Like, who is going to pay that when they could just pay for therapy? And what I always say is people are willing to pay for a transformation no matter what the price is. And so I always say the example of I paid a health coach 
thousands and thousands of dollars to help me with like my gluten sensitivity. I have a life coach who was actually a nurse and then she got her certification, but as social, as social workers, we don't need to do that. Right. But I pay her $10,000 as a life coach, $10,000 as a life coach. And I'm like, a social worker could be doing that. Like that's 100% possible. So what are your thoughts on that hard Lenny? Like the difference between like billing for a private practice and like the prices in the online coaching industry. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, like you said, there's just so much control being able to work for yourself when you are billing, you know, per session at the end of the day, that's not for yourself. That's for the corporation and the systems that you have to follow insurance and all that stuff. So obviously you're going to feel it's going to, you're going to often most of the time be overbooked and overworked for that particular price. When I think that for me, it's something that, of course, I think something that you and I work together on is obviously I charge high ticket, but it took me, it took me a while. I ended up doing it, you know, with an increase, right? It wasn't like, I'm going to charge $10,000 and, you know, kind of like overnight, it took time for me to obviously heal my traumas and work on my money trauma. But once, like you said, once I was able to I mean, our first, my first client when working with you in the beginning of 2020, and it was just that first high ticket client. I was like, wait, what? Like there's a person that actually wants to pay for my services. And then once actually guided them through, you know, the services and the transformation, and I saw their outcome, I was like, wait a minute, this particular feeling is absolutely priceless. Like again, helping my clients enhance their confidence, overcome those limiting beliefs. You can't put a price on that. Right. So, I mean, that's my opinion. I know you often hear from your clients too. It's something that, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to know what works for you. Right. Like no one, no one should tell you, Hey, you should charge this. You should char- charge that. Obviously there's a level of awareness if you're really low balling yourself, right? Like the $200 per session. But I think it's something that once you're able to step into a higher version of yourself in this entrepreneurship space, it's totally different. I mean, I know you often get that a lot too. Yeah. And I, as I, as I was listening to you, my brain was going in several different directions, (laughs) but like, I think also someone could say, okay, well then what is the difference between like, if I were just to do my own private practice versus if I were to start a coaching business, like what's the difference? I still have to market. I still have to sell. I still have to, you know, meet with people. And I would say, and this kind of goes into like the pricing conversation that we're having. I would say that it has to go to value too. Like you don't see a ton of therapists who have podcasts. Harleni has a podcast. I have a podcast. You don't see a ton of people in private practice who have podcasts. You don't see them, you know, with a strong social media presence. And so I think too, like we are able to charge high ticket and high packages because we do so much for free. Like if you just scroll on LinkedIn on Harleni's page, you would get so (laughs) much value, right? If you scrolled on my Instagram, you would get so much value. That's very different than my husband where he doesn't even have a social media presence. It's virtually non-existent. And so I think too, we might get into the conversation of ethics, right? And I would say that I feel very in alignment and I feel very ethical because no one has to pay me that price in order to get served. They could just listen to my podcast. Mm-hmm. They could just, you know, binge my Instagram stuff. They don't have to pay for my services. And if they want more support, if they want my attention, if they want me to talk to them, if they want a further relationship with me, they just have to join the program. But on a fundamental level to serve everyone, 
they don't need to pay the high ticket price. So I think that's like also a really important difference between like private practice and like starting a coaching business is if you have a coaching business, you're typically charging higher prices. Yes. But you're also giving a lot more away for free. You pack that up very beautifully because I, you know, often have encountered so many people that are like, obviously I'm not a business coach. I always refer people to you, but I'm just like, you know, they'll be like, Hey, you know, what about this private practice and all those things? And I, like you said, I feel like that ethic piece is also a huge component, especially under the licensure that you're practicing, sure. right? You have to ensure that you can't say so much and all those things. And of course, I don't want to make a scene that. For anyone who's listening and new to, to the space, obviously we have our own code of ethics as a, you know, a, a entrepreneur, right? Like we're not here saying all of our clients information if they don't get, right. you know, permission. Right. So I think it's also an important factor to really consider. And it also makes me think, right? Because I know we definitely share so much gems as to obviously what it took to leave your nine to five or even some of the barriers that someone can face as they're starting and even some tips. But I would love if you could share some insight as to, you know, what would be if someone's really trying to figure out, I guess, quote unquote, niche, because that's also another particular mm. factor that gets thrown a lot. I mean, what advice would you have for someone who's trying to find their niche? That's a really good question, especially in our world, right? Because we can do so much and we can help so many people. And I've always wondered, Harlenny, how did you find your niche? Be a career coach? Yeah. Career coach for social workers. Yeah. Absolutely. And and I and I always often get this question a lot. So the thing was, before I even started my own business, I was already a natural career cheerleader. So in all of my previous roles as a supervisor, you know, as a lead therapist or just, just for whatever role I was, you know, I was always that go-to person when it came to Harleni, can you lead this training? Or Harleni, I need you to help me with my interview prep. Or Harleni, you know, I was literally that go-to family member in a party talking about goals. So this is something that literally for a long time, I did this for free, helping people with their resumes, interview prep, family, peers, colleagues for a long time even doing workshops you know in previous roles and so one day it, well my fiance now he's like hey why don't you charge like why are you doing this all for free and I was like charge what like what, what are you talking about and then you know I started with just resume writing obviously before I started working with you and then I'm like okay I don't only want to be a resume writer like I know that I am my best self when I'm helping people through a transformation I just hear the resume and, and be on your way I want to be able to be there from start to finish. So that's pretty much like my journey as to, I mean, what's a career coach? I was career coach at heart. Um, so that's pretty much how my journey started. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I think that is a perfect example. And that's why I wanted to talk to you and see what you had to say, because mm -hmm. I think we already know our niche. And I think especially it could be aligned with what you're in practice with, right? And so I actually, within my role at Duke, I actually was, um, I did some work with the Entrepreneurship Center there and I absolutely loved it. And I remember the type of office I worked with, I worked with students from Sub-Saharan Africa. So I went to the continent of Africa a few times and mm -hmm. they would always have like these entrepreneurship initiatives um, with the students there. And so I was already naturally gravitating like, to that like I already knew like what I wanted to do with that it was of interest to me and then when all of my friends were saying like DL you're really good at getting clients like how do you do this it was so simple and easy for me so even if you wanted to be like there's relationship coaches there are parenting coaches like the parenting coaching space is huge mm -hmm. like 
so many parents will pay for coaching for themselves as parents for their kids. And so that is massive. There are health coaches. There are just general life coaches. Like, again, I have a general life coach who I go to and I talk, talk all my little stuff about. There are marriage coaches. There are so many coaches. There are family coaches. Like, how do you deal with your in-laws? How do you deal with your family dynamics? There are so many different coaches out there. Career coaches like Harleni, business coaches. Say that you actually do have a really good private practice and you know how to get clients. You can teach other social workers how to do that. Like they would pay for services and your support on how to start up a private practice too. The sky is the limit. Like the sky is the limit in this industry. It truly is. Oh my God. We have shared so many freaking gems. I mean, from your journey into becoming a social worker, how you left your nine to five, even, you know, advice for our current listeners on how, you know, to start a business, your niche, you know, um, the biggest barriers, right? When it comes to mindset, I would love now you can just share any last minute insight or tips for our fellow listeners who are thinking about, you know, tapping into entrepreneurship. I would just say like the best thing that I wish someone said to me was if you are burnt out, if you are feeling like there is a dead end to you financially within your career, if you're just even tired of just working 40 hours a week, the online coaching industry is a viable thing. Harlani and I, we started out so regular and normal. Like we're not anyone, we're special, yes, but we're not like crazy, <laughs> crazy special. We just learned a process, a process that I teach and we worked that process and we were able to see results. And so there is a world out here where you can use the skills that you learn and you can do the things that you love. You can help people, you can serve people and keep your mental health and make more money and honestly help more people through the v the free value that you'll give there is another way like that's the best thing i want to say to someone like there is another way other than working in the traditional jobs that we have been given as social workers so there is another way there's another way to do it absolutely and you know one thing i believe this is something you told me about you know a while back that you were like you know, each day that you spend not speaking about your services or sharing what you have to offer is another day that someone is missing out on your service or even another day that someone's missing out on the ability to change their life because we're changing lives, right? So it's something that always stuck, stuck to me. Um, but again, I mean, Diao, I, I owe so much to you. I mean, you're just freaking amazing. Um, I would love now, if, where can people find you? What are you working on? You know, it's our current listeners. <laughs> Yes, 100%. So you can find me three places. The first place is on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at DL Sharon. And then you can also listen to my podcast. If you're a podcast listener, you can listen to my podcast. And Harleni has been a guest on the show. My podcast name is Black Banked and Booked Out. <laughs> on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, all the platforms. And also you can get access to my free training to learn more about five figure freedom. If you just go to dlshawan.com slash five dash figure dash freedom, or go to dlshawan.com slash free dash training, you'll get all of the information. Yes, you heard her loud and clear and no worries. I will be including all of this information in the show notes. Now go follow her and get your life changed. Thank you so much. <laughs> Until Thank you. next time, my pleasure. Thank you, Harleni. 
Thank you for tuning in on this week's episode on the Social Work Insider. For more resources, feel free to check out my website, yourevolvedmind.com. That's all for now. Till next time.